let's go. Hi guys, welcome to this week's What Have. We're actually back in our respective places, but Gaz is in his new house. You're not in the studio today. This is no. It's Gaz late. It. <laughs> facts. Not, not elaborating. Yeah, facts. No, I'm home. Yeah. It's, it's late got, at night, isn't it? It's a beautiful day, the sunset, and if I turn this around, you might be able to get a bit of a view out the window. Can you see that? Or That's gorgeous, look at that. Uh, the, the living room's on the first floor, so it's a view out across the countryside. I love there's, the fact that it's on horses, the first floor. There's horses and sheep and ting. Ting. There you go. So it has been mad. Just tilt your, your screen down a bit, guys, because we always Sorry, lose mate. the top of your, I your you, head. Mate, it, was more, it was more mad this afternoon. Right, so I'm I'm here in Jim Jams, basically. Yeah. Uh, it says I've got a one-track mind. I've got a train. train. Um. I was, I did have an outfit on, and then Gemma had said that the the taps, right, so you turn, like, in the kitchen, the taps come up like that, and the bit points up, and that's, they're off, and then you can, right, anyway, one was like that, and one was the other way, but they were both off, because obviously it's got, you know, wrenched over. Yeah. But I'll, I'll fix it. <laughs> well, the tap came off in my hand, didn't it? No. And it just went everywhere, right, literally going mental, but boiling hot so oh, I was trying to think I burnt the hell out of my hand I managed to basically jam it in to the point where it was only squirting at me um, <laughs> and not a lot of water anymore and then I had to run out to the garage where the you know where the water is yep and because um, our house the garage is actually in the house and um, just drive the car straight through the living room <laughs> um, and so I had to yeah, turn the thing off and then I had to you know water off and then I took it all apart and some washer had got damaged or whatever so sort of fix that and stack it back in and now it's fine so you go, you become a proper so, regular handyman now i was a plumber's laborer when i first left school were you know. i was mate yeah and i um i remember the one of the guys that i was working with one day saying if you need it will go mate and i was looking at him I was like, you're about 40 he's probably about our age now yeah it's your knees will go but they do plumber's knees because they're on the knees all day don't I, they i love the way you talk to Glorial. you as if you were like yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's what plumbing is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and he was right actually, on because you are on your knees all day. And and what I found as well doing plumbing, because you go into people's houses, is you get to see how people live. That's interesting. Yeah, um, but it is. because some people are like you walk into a palace, and other people literally you think, Cause is someone gonna fucking tidy up? Like, how the fuck do you live like this? It's really weird to see, because I was only a kid, like sixteen. Um, to see how other people live at both ends of the spectrum. It's odd. That'd been fascinating. The first thing I would have gone in and gone, right, where do they stash their porn? That'd have been my first thought. Up the chimney. Yeah, up the chimney. Under, under the sink. Where do you keep your porn? We could have played that game forever. Yeah. That would have been my first game as a plumber. But the, my game was how many cups of tea can you have in a day? Whilst not no. pissing. Yeah. Well, mate, because you get offered a cup of tea as soon as you walk in, and any, it's, I'm the same though. If a builder comes in or or a painter, deco or whatever comes in, do you want a cuppa? Yeah. A cup of tea, mate. Do you want to kill coffee? And um, most say no nowadays, but um, but then I was just like, when you're 16 and you're skin, if someone offers you something, I'm having it. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. Do you want to use Johnny? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you don't have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the amount of like little old ladies who make a cup of tea, and like, I like my tea mega strong. But a bit of milk in there, but just, just a, oh, uh, yeah, that, that's perfect. Yeah, is there any tea in that milk? Yeah. Um, 
And they'd hand it to you, and you'd have like little white bits of milk like floating on the top. Oh, where, I hate that. And they're like, they're, they're like, they're old, you know, and they got like, you know, liver spots and shit. And they're just sort of looking at you, and you're like, mm. Mm. and then they gently drop their blouse, and you're like, just, just drink this. But the thing is though, because they're gently dropping the blouse, but they're that old, you are there for 20 minutes before you see nipple. I'm not sure if that's a toenail or a nipple. Keep, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Still, still going. Yeah. Halfway through. This tea's cold. Do you want it for my number? That's a lot of elastic, that. That's, yeah. Fantastic. Plumber's life. Okay, let's get let's get going with these what-afs then. You go first. Soil. That's bad news, isn't it? Who? Soil. Soil. Soil can cause heart disease. Oh, can it? It's amazing in the last sort of 18 months how many things can suddenly cause heart disease, isn't it? It's extraordinary. But, but soil causes heart disease now. So I've, um, because you get the stories up, and I don't tend to, and I feel like totally unprofessional as a result of that, I'm, I've decided to actually do it this time. Um, so where are we? Okay, that's a different one. Okay, <laughs> this whole professional thing's not gone well. It's going to write. Here we go, here we go. Right, so this is the headline. Granted, it's the sun. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Um, green fingers. Right. Good start. Do you know what colour that, that, that is in in the headline? Oh, they've done it in green. Done it in green. Oh, look at them. They've done it in green. Green fingers. Urgent warning to gardeners as soil increases risk of killer heart disease. <laughs> so what you've done there is that you've, you've, you've got two birds with one stone there, mm. Richard. Yeah. Because one you've kind of covered up some other cause of a heart disease I don't know what that could be um, sure. but you've also you know don't be growing your own food mate don't be doing that you, you know it's, you're, you're better off you're literally better off starving than you are getting a killer heart disease from growing your own radishes that's how um, what's his name went in his tenders wasn't it uh, can't remember his name he's the one who had always had an allotment my dad had an allotment we don't do that anymore Arthur had an allotment, didn't he? Arthur. I should have got that, considering my son's called Arthur, but there you go, yeah. Arthur, Arthur Fowler had an allotment, but allotment was just a euphemism for behind Pauline's back, right? Yeah, basically it was. Just going down the allotment. Yeah, just exactly it was. Do you know what? I never even put that together until you just mentioned that. I'm just going yeah. down on the allotment. Didn't he die in, in the, the shed in the allotment? He had a heart attack. He did die, and it was actually yeah. quite sad, because didn't he... Didn't he... I don't know if he died in real life or if he was very ill in real life, so they had to write him out quickly. Because I know they did that with Jack Brannan, whatever his character. He had a really he had a stroke and they kept him in it, and it was like it was heartbreaking. Really, I don't really watch soaps, but somehow I know this. Because um, we were young then, so we kind of did our watch them by proxy at that point. Yeah, because my mum watches soaps. My yeah, mom soaps. Yeah. Um, Pauline Fowler died under the Christmas tree. It was amazing. So I do remember that. She kind of died, had a heart attack, fell under the Christmas tree. Christmas tree fell on her. Christmas. Did it really? Yeah, EastEnders Christmas. Is, <laughs> yeah, all of that. Under the Christmas tree. Everything. It was brilliant. Yeah, Mark Fowler got AIDS. Under the Christmas tree? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did? Yeah. He did. She... Move the presents out of the way. <laughs> get your pants off, son. AIDS under the Christmas tree. That's how it works in EastEnders land. So there, you don't, you don't have an allotment now then, and don't grow your own food, don't grow your own radishes. Mate, the last thing you want is green fingers. Cancer, heart disease, your fault. Get off your allotment, 
get in your house and eat your bugs. Yes, mate. Basically, do that. It's amazing how you see all these agendas coming together. Like they're just doing everything from they are combining them now, which is quite amazing. Like just stacking yeah, yeah. them up like a whopper. But I think because they've they've decided to just they've I think they've had to like because of there is an awakening as much as people it sounds hippy there is one people that the only question they would generally ask is do I get fries on side of that or I have to pay extra they they suddenly are asking questions about like what the hell is going on man like mm. this doesn't you know make sense so there is an awakening going on and so I think they've had to run for the finish line and so they've kind of as as you do when you run for the finish line you kind of you don't do 20 trips to the laundry basket if you have to put a wash on quick you literally grab all the dirty clothes don't you have a pair of pants in your mouth whatever and you leg it to the to the washing machine i don't know who's ever done that but whatever um that's what they're doing there's a lot of dirty pants in the mouth at the minute oh there is they're all over the place and none more so than at the bbc good old auntie oh here we go BBC is still in the floor of trans lobby. Insiders claim staff are being told to declare pronouns in training sessions. What they're training for, don't know. High jump. By, a... <laughs> by same group behind controversial gender-bred person graphic. I don't know what that means. But basically, the BBC staff have been told there are, there are more than 150 genders. Okay. What do you do? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. 150 agendas, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, it was one, but they all kind of leak out. The BBC staff have been told there are more than 150 genders and urged to develop their trans brand. A trans brand? Now? By declaring their pronouns on email sign-offs. Kind regards, his, her, Richard or Rachel. What? What? So, I'm not a businessman, right, Rich, but if you go from a business point of view, like... You, what is your demographic that you're aiming for? If for you, if you need your business to be successful, so you need obviously enough people paying their license fee or enough people paying their subscription fee or whatever. I the first on my list would not be 0.2 percent of the population, which is the transgender. Yeah, the trans community. 0.2 percent of the population. That would not that that you're not living. You're not in the black. As, so, a, as a business on 0.2 percent it's not yeah they're not they're not the guys watch sitting there in their skirts or trousers or both combined watching eastenders on a saturday night are they going he's got <laughs> i hope you don't go anywhere near those radishes so they don't yeah they don't 150 genders mate but they, they're going for it but yeah exactly like they i think they the people working there now because they're good like 20 years younger than us are so woke that they themselves are putting themselves out of business, like well, go woke or go broke. They are yeah. putting themselves out of business and they don't even realise it. There's a lot of them that are self-editing though. You know, the, the, they want a career in telly. I want to be on telly. Yeah. Um, so the BBC is the, you know, number one aim. But I know that if I want a gig at the BBC, I've got to think a certain way. I have to have a certain outlook. And so, you know, even if it's not my outlook and I think it's all a load of nonsense, you just kind of nod along. And it's almost like, you know, being a kid at school again where the teacher is teaching you things that you know is bollocks. But if I say it's bollocks, or then I will, I'll, or I will fail the test. So you go, yeah, of course, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald shot Kennedy. Yeah, cool. Do I get an A? Cheers, thanks. See you later. You just, you know, 
Because if you start bringing in, you know, well, Jack Rubenstein was involved with what's that? No, get oh, out that. in the hallway. That yeah. language. Then you use that language in my classroom. Yeah. Yeah, you you know so. Maybe there's a lot of that going on. In fact, I know there's a load of that going on, actually, because I know people that work at BBC, and there's oh. a lot of that going on. There was always that anyway, like an undercurrent of that. I mean, obviously your dad were there, but even when I was briefly there for a while, you could feel it, and this was 10 years ago, 11 years ago, there, but not as absurd as it is now. But it was definitely there. There was this kind of woke kind of thing creeping in there, these people, this fake, hi, how are you, kind of everybody's lovey a lovey thing it was a lovey thing back then our lovey's gone and replaced by woke that's exactly what's happened so it's, it's, they're, they're mad so so their emails were sent to radio producers and program editors urging them to attend training seminars by global butterflies what the fuck does that mean <laughs> what is it what's a global butterfly oh it's a big round one global butterflies a transgender lobby group oh for fuck's sake <laughs> yeah Behind the dis- disputed gingerbread person graphic, I think we were, we covered that about the gingerbread man not being called gingerbread man, that the BBC organised last summer and autumn. The BBC quit the controversial diversity scheme run by LGBT charity Stonewall. There we go. Stonewall, Stone... every time. I've never heard of this Stonewall, but that sounds like oh, something that they... might happen one day. They've got their 150 fingers in everyone's pies. Oh, they like fingers in pies, for all I know. Doesn't matter. Yeah. All sorts of players. They're, they're involved in so much stuff, mate. Never heard of them, so that's new to me. Um, but whistleblowers believe that Stonewall injected the ideology into the BBC, and it's still circulating. Well, of course it is. It's built around it now. So 150 genders. I couldn't even guess where they've managed to come up with any of these genders, but apparently it's 150 genders now. And uh, you can find the global butterflies on globalbutterflies.co.uk. I've just made that up, but uh, I'm assuming they've got the got that thing is though what are you supposed to do with that shut so up your ass yeah well, there's 150 is there okay i'm at that point with it now yeah okay okay then like it's not it's not an argument worth having because no. it's like if law says to me you know the like the easter bunny's coming okay yeah okay because i'm not gonna like you know the set, but the problem is you uh, uh law is four these people are 41 there's the difference. Well, yeah, it's true. But, you know, it feels a little bit like that, really, where you're just like, you're living in an alternate reality, and that's fine. So, crack on, mate. Like, yeah. On. You know, my, my issue is when it comes to the kids. I'm like, Do you see that um, that Lawrence Fox film, the, the, the groomed one? No. It's insane, man. It's insane. Like, what, what's being taught to kids in school um, is insane. And so... Basically, the, all these people have gone to the schools. This is in England as well, saying, you know, um, what's my kid being taught, basically? Mm. Um, when it comes to sex, sex ed, like, what is it that they're being taught? And um, they, they they basically won't give them the material because of copyright. That's, where the, that's not how copyright works. What do you mean? You can't show the parent what you... <laughs> that's that's exi- literally not how copyright works. It's just the most ridiculous... It's like saying you can't watch my film, copyright. But I know, like a member of staff, actually, at Iconic um, was having a similar thing with their child. So they they wrote to their school and you know, okay, so can you send me what what you're teaching them then, please? Um, and there was it was a 68-page document, right? It's pretty fucking comprehensive. For a kid, um, yeah. 
for a primary school age kid, yeah. Um, and eight pages were redacted. They were just big pictures of tits and cocks. So we'll, what is we'll it, scribble what, all over that. What is in those eight pages? But it turns out that basically there's, there's something like 280-something schools in England that are teaching first-year primary school, so four-year-olds, about masturbation. Uh, oh, and you're like, are you having a laugh? Like my my Laura, right? She she starts school in September. Now we've had a you know lots of conversations about it. Like obviously Gemma's a teacher. We were going to homeschool, but Laura's cousins go to school and they love it. And so she wants to be part of it. She's dead social. We live in a tiny village. It's a tiny school with a tiny amount of kids. And so you know I've kind of gone with the attitude of that's what she wants to do. That's fine. We'll send her. And you know the first sign of trouble then she's out basically that's yeah that's my attitude um and, and then we'll just homeschool or, or you know home ed and we'll go from there um so she she had to go for three days we shouldn't have to go but she went for three days last week um just to see how it is you know you know she loved it i got i proper welled up dropping off she didn't give a shit <laughs> um and i just looked around at the parents like and then obviously i saw that green like little documentary by Lawrence fox about these 280 schools and I was looking at the dads right, and I was thinking you're pretty hard and I was looking at the mums thinking you'd batter the dads right it's that sort of place around here right. like old mining village and it just like my heart just filled with joy because I just thought there's no way they're getting away with that in the school here no, no. like it's literally not happening if, if the kids come home and said this is what I've learned today there'd be firebombs yeah. and, um, and, and that's like, what I want I want firebombs, don't I? Well, you um, do. You should. That deserves firebombs. That stuff. Yeah. I mean, to put my village in context, which obviously only lived here a couple of weeks, and of the three weeks I've lived here, one week of that I was in Scotland with you. Um, <laughs> I went for a walk to the local shop just to pick up some bits and bobs one morning, and you know, I, I thought, I wonder what it'd be like, because the last village I lived in was dead friendly. Like, you walk past people and just say hello. I've never seen each other before, but you're near me, so I'll say hello to you. And, um, and there was this guy in his front garden, right, and he was dealing with his dog. Like, you know, well, you shut the fuck up. Hey, mate. <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah. like, I love it here. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is right up my street, this. <laughs> literally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, literally was. Yeah, it was top end of the street. But just, you know, shut the fuck up. You all right, mate? Yeah, it's like, lovely. Love. It's not I'm much not... different around here. It's very, it's, it's, it's more quieter, calmer around here, but there's still this kind of old, this is an old town. It's not going to, that stuff isn't going to get here for a while. Um, gay Spider-Man? Go on, go on. You not heard of Gay Spider-Man? How um, have you not heard of Gay Spider-Man? I'm pretty sure we spoke about this before, didn't we? This is even more Gay Spider-Man. I think what the other one you were talking about was that they made Peter Parker into, um, that he was gay. But this isn't Peter That's Parker gay. being gay, this is Spider-Man's gay. So they're not even talking about whether he's actually gay when he's not got his gay suit on. But he's gay now, and he he looks completely different. They've made him. I'll put a picture. Obviously, you'll see it on the screen. He's got a uh, yellow face, and um, he's got his hand on his hips, and he's actually doing this in one we're, of the pictures. We're stereotyping it's, a bit, now, aren't we? Well, I'm not. I didn't do this. It's not me. It's Marvel. This is Marvel coming out. Marvel unveils um, new gay, fearlessly feminine Spider-Man, and he's so fierce. That's okay. what they, they're going with. So Spider-Man Two, um, we offensive though, Rich. Sorry, is that not offensive though? Like, well, I don't find it offensive. Like, I, I think like 
obviously you have your absolutely massively over the top camp, you know. But when I think of all like my game mates, like they'd batter me in an arm wrestle. Like then it's not it's not this whole cliche kind of Julian Clary. Well, this is yeah. No, you're right. Like that's just it's almost like a caricature to me. That it literally is a caricature, Gareth. That's that's what it is. Um, Marvel unveils new gay, fearlessly feminine Spider-Man, and he's so fierce. Um, so yeah, we associate Spider-Man with his iconic, not that iconic, red and blue suit. But now characters and costume designer Krasinski has unveiled Web Weaver from Edge of the Spider-Verse. So it's it's a it's not called Spider-Man or Spider-Gay or something. It's called Web Weaver. She, he, it thing. It's called Web Weaver from the Edge of the Spider-Verse, and he's somewhat of a fashion icon, Gareth. So. I expect you to oh, see okay. him in this get-up pretty soon. The illustrator, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. The illustrator spoke about about the inspiration for Webweaver, saying a lot came from high fashion brands McQueen and Muggler. Muggler? Ne- never heard of them. McQueen, I have. The other one, not so much. Webweaver debuts in Edge of Spider Verse Five and is described as a not so mild mannered fashion designer at Van Doon Industries. The company owned by Janet Van Doon, aka the Wasp. So one of the characters has got fashion. <laughs> it's got a fashion company, and he works there. So he's a fashion designer by day, and he's a Spider-Man type character by night. Um, writer and editor Steve Fox helped to co-create the character. I love it like they give him like jobs. Like this is a real job. Did you co-create it? I mean, it must have been a lot of weight on you. You must have really like. You probably didn't spend much time with your family, you know, the sort of pain that you had to go through. He did a drawing. He did a drawing. They make it sound like it's like a real, like he worked down the mines for fucking 18 hours a day. Writer and editor Steve Fox helped co-create the character, and he's bursting with excitement, the, the writer. Writing on Twitter, surprise! I don't know why she's a voice. I had the huge, huge gay honour. Oh no, he did say it, so I'm going to go with the voice. Surprise! I had the huge gay honour of helping to create Webweaver, who will make his debut in Edge of Spider-Verse this September. Huge gay honour. Have you ever had a huge gay honour, Gareth? Tell me. I, you, you, I've just heard lots of words, Richard. I've just heard lots of words for the last sort of couple of minutes, but I'm none the wiser as to what on earth is going on. <laughs> To be fair, I'm not the most articulate chap in the world. No, I don't. No, I don't. But it's mean it's, that in it's well, it's, it's the gay Spider-Man. Big word salad. Well, that's yeah, exactly what it is. It's bigger word, big gay word salad. Surprise! The, the writer said, in his Twitter, I had the huge gay honour of helping to co-create Webweaver, who'll make his debut. Oh, he's gone with a his, in Edge of Spider versus September. He added that he wanted to make sure that the character was unique and not just a generalisation of stereotypes of the queer community. He couldn't be more of a stereotype. That's exactly what he's done. He's, exactly, he's got a hand on his hip at one point. He's standing like, he's doing this and, and this. All yeah. of the ones that you would stereotypically just don't, don't draw that because that is stereotypical. And yeah, he's... I think it was yellow. That's, that's literally the only thing that he's not gone to. No, that's true. But he's even got one of those, you know, he's got long gloves on, but then his sleeves of of like bell bottoms you know I'm going to get fucking some shit out of there are you it's going to go all up the skirting and everywhere 
and I'm not sure what's coming out of those things, to be fair. I wouldn't want to know. Yeah, get that out of your hair. Um, so that's Gay Spider-Man. Talking of Gay Spider-Man, Justin Trudeau, right? <laughs> um, I know like, the whole Roe versus Wade thing, like that's a, you know, it's a huge thing for people and, you know, for me there's a grey area in between both sides. Yeah. Um, but, Agreed. you know, whatever. Um, without touching on that and offending anyone, um, Trudeau and um, Jacinda Arnhem, obviously all of them have come out with all of it, but particularly Trudeau, to, to have, and I don't believe he has the lack of self-awareness, to come out and say that how outrageous it is basically that the state should be able to tell someone what they can and can't do with their body. Oh, there's, yeah. there's, no, there's no way you can't be that self-aware. There's no way. Not self-aware, yeah. And Jacinda was the same. She she did the same. Um, but then to go one more with him, where he is inviting American women, uh, well, and men presumably, that want to have an abortion, um, to Canada to have it, at the same time as having rules in place where you can't enter Canada without having had your up-to-date vaccination status. Yeah. Um, I mean... Oh. What he doesn't realise is that Canada is an abortion now because of him. The the irony, like, do you know what I mean? It is it's extraordinary, really, and there's no way that he can't be aware of it, which makes me then think he's on the wind up. Oh, it's gaslighting, mate. It's absolutely gaslighting. I've got another one here that Pink said the same. She's virtue signaling. That did you see what she said? She said, "I don't want anyone to listen to my music who's pro this um, abortion thing." Um, so that's going to be a problem. I don't think that's going to be a problem. I didn't even know she did music. To be fair. I I can't imagine many Republicans listen to Pink. So pop star Pink has made her feelings towards the anti-abortion movement incredibly clear, suggesting they never listen to her music ever again. Don't you in your ears with my... I don't know any of her songs, quite frankly. Um, so, yeah, she, she's angry about it, but she's the same woman that said um, that... Basically, she said, and I've got it here, is last year... She said, Pink says she doesn't want fans who, oh, sorry, that's the abortion one. So it's the same woman that said this. Pink speaks out on vaccine mandate protests in California. Pink fully supports California's new law, which requires students, teachers and staff to be vaccinated against COVID-19. How can you hold those two things together and go, they mash in my mind, my tiny mind, that my body, my choice, all about that, but not that but just just hold on that was then this is now it's it's the fetishist split is what it's called um and she's mad so yeah what, it's, what it's, is going on it's called what is the narrative and how can i make sure i stay on point so i have a long and lengthy and successful financial career mm. that's what it is um can you i've just is that hey dave dave's my agent mm. hey dave um something's happened um, it, the, the latest things happened, and I need to know what my opinion is on it, so I don't rock the support Ukraine. Yeah, support Ukraine. Yeah, I've done that one. I really have put a flag on the bow. Yeah, ban everyone from. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't even want you to listen to my music anymore. Okay, so okay, so if I'm a Republican voter, what happens if she comes on the radio? Or just turn the radio off? I don't know how that happens. How can you enforce that, Pink? I'd like you to tell us how you would enforce that because I know you watch the show. What How if, do you enforce that? What if I'm listening to the radio, right, I'm a Republican, yeah. and um, and they go, right, um, coming up, we've got the Bay City Rollers, 
but first, right, it's pink with like a drug, right? What are you listening to? Now, now I, I don't even know what radio is you listen to. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't even know how long like a drug is as a song. So I can't turn it off and then turn it back on for basic rollers because if I turn it off and then I turn back on, I might catch the end of pink. Mm. Which I've fucked everything. She's laughing. You want to catch the end of pink. And then um, the end's normally purple, right? Um, but then if I leave it too long to make sure I don't catch pink, then I end up missing the start of the basic rollers. And I wanted to listen to the basic rollers. That's pissed me off. Yep. You're going to have to just time it. You know what I mean? Luck of the draw, mate. I'm there in my pickup truck and I just don't know what to do with myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Problems with I pink. Though, didn't. What's her face? Um, and I'd actually be do like a music, but who was the last um, from the Fugees? She went solo. Um, and she, she does. I know what you mean. She, Lauren she, Hill. That's it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's got some great tunes, to be fair. Um, but she, I swear she did the same. It was like she didn't want people listening to him. Like, yeah, a long, long while ago she sent him. Don't release it then. Don't but release it. It's like it's a, it's a thing. I don't want you to listen to her music, but I. that's not something you can control. It's like painting a bloody mural on the side of the of a house and going don't you dare look at that long go around the other side fucking idiots everywhere but exactly. it's like walking into a nightclub and farting and then getting annoyed that you see someone in the distance that you don't look like the look of going <laughs> innit they should put that on the back yeah, of um, Pink's new album like as a review just run up to someone just going you shouldn't be smelling that Gareth Ike from the, from the new music magazine review brackets it's like going into a nightclub smelling a fart and then seeing someone you don't like smelling the fart and you're getting angry about it. Review. Two stars. Good yeah. review. Good review, that. <laughs> What's the next one? You know, um, you know, a few weeks ago we spoke about the fact that they'd done a study which showed that long COVID deaths didn't exist, right? Um, don't say. Imagine the shock. Yeah. Imagine the shock of that. Um, so they've done another, another one where kids that are suffering from long COVID, right? Not the thing that doesn't exist, right, yeah? Yeah, they've got mental illness. Uh, yeah, obviously. So what did this study say then? Just to kind of extrapolate on that a little bit. That's my big word for the but day. But it's in the head. It is in the head. Because it doesn't exist. Because it's nonsense. So you've got kids that are obviously saying, you know, I've got this long car, they don't want to do PE. Um, um, and basically it's just, yeah, it's 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 a figment of the imagination. It's it's. There was a word for it before, what was it? Hypochondria. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been induced hypochondria. Well, absolutely. Oh, mate, exactly. Yeah, you know, I'm not blaming the kids for it. To be fair, I'd have used it if I didn't love PE, which I did. Yeah, I need. Um, I, I didn't. I like PE, but then it. when you forgot your kit, they made you do do it in your pants, and then I never understood that. So I was like, I didn't like PE because you had to do it in your pants, and I think we've had this discussion before. But it is something that happened at our school. I used to take my kit every day and then hide it, and say so I'd lost it. So you'd have to do it in your pants. Loved it. Yeah. I used to like putting a little bit of knob out the side of the trouser when I did high jump. Trouser? Big pants. Fan. Big, Big fan, fan of that. that. Yeah. Just clang it off the top bit of, of the... Of bit, of bit of chocolate mousse on the white front side on the back just to really freak out the PE teacher. What are yeah. you going to do with that? Yeah. On, the climbing, on the climbing wall. Can you give us a bunk up, could you? I used to, yeah, you just kind of walk past the girls as they're sitting there. You do the run up, but then you go wide. So you just go really close to the face and then go, ah, oh, ah, oh, messed it up. 
Oh, legs in the air. Huh. Nip up. See you girls. Yeah, I loved all that. That's a bit of a showman in those days. I think we're all wealthy Freemasons. I didn't really go to a school with a climbing wall. <laughs> Is that what you're worried about? Yeah. Just I didn't really I... didn't really put um, chocolate on the back of my pants to pretend I shit myself, but there you go. I did. I just didn't have a climbing wall. <laughs> I did do PE in my pants, though, when you forgot about it. That is genuinely true. So, yeah, what, what were we talking about before? I have no idea. What we talked about? Long yeah, long... And kids that think they've got it are mental. But that means the, uh, so they're saying the same thing about adults as well, then, obviously, if it doesn't exist at all. Um, I guess so, yeah, I guess. But this, this particular study was specifically um, kids. Um, yeah, it's 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 psychosomatic. It's in the head. Well, it is it pretty much, oh, depending on what you believe, there's a good chance it all is. Yeah, the last two years are in people's heads. Yeah. That's, why, that's why psychologists have run the show. Because yeah, it. it's all in your head. Good point, they put it there. Racist puppets. Get that one. Yeah, go on then. Yeah. Which one? All of them. Actually, it's not Punch and Judy, although that would have been the one I would have thought thought it was. Woke project. To, this is this is. So imagine like the people. We've not got much money to go around. All our gas and electric prices have gone up. We're all a bit struggling now for money. Um, woke project to research racist puppets to be given. Um, Sixty thousand taxpayers' money. Imagine that. Well, it's not the royal family, but yeah, it's a joke. It's isn't still it? a chunk of money um, to go to to this. So the project entitled "Grotesque Acts of Ventriloquism." That's hard to say. Why don't you just call it "Racist Puppets"? Will analyze. You summed it up with this first bit there, Rich. The project entitled. <laughs> then you just left it at that. That's it. Yeah. That's done. it. A bunch of entitled wankers, yeah. Project entitled Kelly Smith, The Sun. That should have been it. Yeah, growth, I'm not going to try and say that again. Um, we'll analyse race, puppetry and performance in the 21st century. It claims white artists receive funding to produce puppet rep- representations of people of colour. That is often stereotypical. What do you mean? To be fair, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen what? a black puppet. I've only ever seen Punch and Judy, City and Sweep, and the Basil Brush. I can't think. Oh, and maybe and Gordon the Gopher. Can't really say he's yet. He's racist. I mean, like, what what puppets have you ever seen? A, a like an African American puppet? I haven't. I'm I'm thinking of. Um, I wish I could fly, but I can't. Yes, you can. No, or- I can't. Orville was a duck. Orville can't be racist. Orville, Orville was a bright green duck. Um, yeah. Who, who who was the other one who attacked um, Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Rod Rod Hull was it Rod Hull? Snoop Dogg. Emu. That was a Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, mate, put that into YouTube, right? When Snoop Dogg was just coming up, right? Um, he was on. Was it the Word or something like one of those shows? Yeah, it might have been Jonathan Ross. It was that era. Right? He sat there like looking cool and that, and um, not really wanting to answer a question because I'm too cool for it. Well, why have you come on a PR tour then, mate? He doesn't um, know he's there. He's too drugged off. He's dead. But there you go. And and Roy Roy Hudd or Rod Hole, whichever one it was, he <laughs> fell off a roof and died. Roy Hudd. He, 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 <laughs> Rod Hull. It's Rod Hole, but I don't know who Roy Hudd is. His, his mate 
Um, he had emu, um, and emu was a dead violent bird, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And he attacked him. He had, he had um, Snoop Dogg round the neck. Right, I'm not making this <laughs> amazing. up. That's amazing. That's amazing. So while okay. you're trying to find that, a student at Queen Mary University of London will lead the research, which was last night dismissed as postmodern piffle. <laughs> That's a great word. Postmodern piffle, that is. Ronnie Lee Drew, president of the British Puppet and Model Theatre Guild, said, I find it very strange. The president of the British Puppet and Model, Model Theatre Guild, so say that again, British Puppet and Model Theatre Guild, the president, said he found that very strange. He found that very strange. So if he finds that strange, I find it fucking insane and mental. But yeah, there we are. So, puppets. You were sort of like, you're in there, Richard, mate. Sorry, I was trying to find this thing. Um, I found a two-minute video of it, and I, I'm not going to play the video, obviously, but people can, because it's there, the full video where it attacks him. But that's that's one image from it where, where Snoop is cowering away. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. He did, Don't worry he about out. bullets. Don't worry about bullets. Don't worry about that, mate. Popped a cap but, in your ass. I'll get you with a... What, look, look how happy... He is. Yeah. Yeah. He just attacked. He just attacked a gangster rapper. <laughs> I love it. If only he now knew now he's going to slip off his roof during Euro 2000. If I could have told him so. There you go. Oh, poor fella. That, was that what it was? Fixing a dairy? Was it Euro 2000? Roundabout then. I'm I'm having a guess, he but that's a pretty that. good guess. No, he did. Yeah. He fell off his. He fell off his roof fixing an aerial. He yeah, did, didn't he? Trying to get the football to work. So TV killed him in the end. <laughs> He did, yeah. He lived and lived and died it. Lived yeah. and died it. I mean, it's pretty hard to get a fucking aerial fixed with a puppet on your hand. To be fair, take it off, Rod. Fuck's <laughs> sake, you're up there. I don't even know how you even got up there. To be fair, that's 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 amazing. But take it off. You're gonna you're falling off now, ain't you? Yeah, bleeding everywhere. Maybe... Bled over the puppet. Can't sell it either. I stick it on eBay. Maybe he's like that. He's like that Baba who's got his arm in the air. He's had his arm in the air for so long, like, all his muscles wasted away. And his nails like are going around his arm. Oh, it's like, horrific! Goes on there for like forty years or something. Yeah. Maybe he's like that with Emu. He's <laughs> like, I can't fix this. I will become the aerial. That would have helped. Yeah. But yeah. Do you reckon he got buried? Do you reckon he's buried with Emu? I'd hope so. That'd be nice. No, because I think so, his actually. I think his son I, took it on. I actually would hope that. I think his son took it on. If, I, if I'm, yeah, I'm not mistaken. Any more? So that's racist puppets out of the way. It's a good one. Okay, so um, smart motorways, right? So you remember when they came along, mm. um, and and so for people around the world in England, you have three lanes on a motorway around the M sort of twenty-five round Heathrow. You'd have four lanes, obviously, because of congestion. So you have four lanes of traffic going, boom, one boom, for, boom. One for the aeroplane. And then you'd have, and then yeah, and then you'd have that happened not far from here, East Midlands Airport. It came, it landed on the motorway, and killed a lot of people. Don't laugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You, then you'd have the hard shoulder, and I don't know what's so hard about the shoulder, but basically, if you break down or you, or you know, tire goes, I've had, it, I've had it, I've had it before. Stiff shoulder. I've I've had it before where I've where um, a head gasket went um, years and years ago, and I literally coasted across three lanes into the hard shoulder. Jesus. And you then obviously you phone the AA to come help. Stop drinking. Come help. Yeah, yeah, and um. So what they did is they did away with the hard shoulder, and so now you've just got l every single lane is just running traffic at you know 
70 mile an hour yeah. m- minimum generally um, but then every sort of three miles or whatever some ridiculous amount maybe three kilometres you'd have a pull in place yeah. it's like well but, you, but your engine goes or your tyre goes when it goes it doesn't go hang oh, on I was going to but I'm not near the I'm not near the little thing yet um, <laughs> so what happens is then you pull into the slow lane where still people are still going 70 and it's dark and, and you know if your car's broken down or the battery's dead or whatever you've got no lights on bang through the through the lorry goes and you're all brown bread so that you know you'd have to be a moron to not see that was going to happen um, but it's happening more and more so finally they're starting to admit it and they, the, the headline says that it, smart motorways are basically the Grenfell of the roads in terms of uh, Grenfell Tower for people around the world that was clad with basically the most flammable fucking shit in the world yeah. um, and obviously went up and killed a shed load of people and I think they lied about the amount of people that killed as well I think it was a shitload more um, but anyway um, it then comes back to this whole thing where you was, like we were talking about the BBC woke and, and pandering to 0.2% of the population that doesn't make any fucking sense but because there's an agenda behind it you do it right well smart motorways are clearly to do with you know electric cars driverless cars all this sort of stuff which is why it's been so that's why it's going through any what would normally happen very much like the covid jab to be fair um would be how it would be with a pack of biscuits you release a pack of biscuits new onto the market five people die after eating the biscuits it's instantly off the fucking market because yeah. five people are dead um, uh, I don't know how many kids have been killed on smart motorways. It's a fucking shitload. But yeah, they're still all being built everywhere. They're still being converted. All these normal motorways have been turned into smart motorways. Um, and so it's obviously part of an agenda, um, which is pissing me off quite a lot. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a headline which kind of. So people are starting to have a conversation of it about it in the mainstream, which is something at least. Um, yeah, it's been a few. Your dad's yeah. been speaking about it for. God knows how long, well, many, many years now. Mark, yeah, I mean, Michael Paul, like, he, you know, he works on the motorways, uh, fixing buses, like broken down buses and stuff, and he's got mates that have been cleared up and killed. So he's, you know, I remember doing a little podcast with him a few years ago, and he proper, like, was, you know, welled up, and we stopped and we started again. Because it's like, you know, this stuff's real, you know. Um, yeah, I remember speaking to someone that, that worked for highways england who just just completely dismissed it the, the idea that it was dangerous was 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 ludicrous and i was literally like even a fucking laugh i mean I it's, it's logical out. and it's got nowhere to go apart from into the front of that arctic lorry yeah. and that's not that's not dangerous all right mate yeah man they're mental well they're all obviously all paid to do that aren't they it's a sitting duck once it goes it's just literally waiting to be shunted yeah yeah, exactly that. Mad, mad. Absolutely mad. But this is the world... I mean, as you say, people are waking up to this and all of this, they're going too far with it. All of this agenda stuff they're going too far with. And um, people are waking up to it, which is a really good sign, but taking a while. But I don't think it's just too far off. They've not got what they wanted to get done. Um, I mean, even in even a Daily Mail are pick, picking out things like this now. So um, this is a trans transgender skateboarder. Did you hear about this one? I did, yeah. I did. So I'm not going to go easy on them just because they're kids. Transgen- uh, trans skateboarder, 29, defends competing against young girls and insists she doesn't have a physical advantage. So not only is she... The first thing that came to mind was like, so it's a man that's transitioned into a woman. 
but they don't say whether she's actually had the operation yet or not. Um, but the first thing comes to mind, I went, what fucking 29-year-old still skateboards? Like, that would raise a flag to me straight away. I'd be like, what are you doing? I stopped skateboarding when I was about 14 because I found, like, boobs and stuff and alcohol just after that. But, what, like, what, why, why, the first thing going to mind went, you're still skateboarding at 29, get a job. I don't know why that, that annoyed me more than the rest, to be fair. The first thing that came to my mind was, do you remember on um, on the Far Show you had competitive dad? Who just yeah. he just battered his kids at everything. Yeah, right. I do remember that. Yeah. For, again, for people around the world, there was a, a sketch show on um, British TV in the '90s called The Fast Show, and it was absolutely brilliant. And there was one scene where he's playing cricket with his dad, uh, with his two lads, and he's literally just smashing sixes one after the other, one after the other, and his kids obviously like trudging off to get the ball. And there was another one, which has got Amy Winehouse in it actually. Oh, okay. As a kid, yeah. So there was, um, right. it was the, the, it was the nativity, and he's, you know, at school, Christmas time, and he sat in the audience, and his kid is not putting in a great, convincing, oh, yeah. is Joseph. So he just gets up, pissed off, and ushers his kid out of the way, and starts doing this, you know, scene. And the 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 kid who played Mary, who he then obviously, you know, cozies up because it's Joseph, was played by Amy Winehouse. Yeah. But that's that's what made me think of it was, you know, when you said the line like. I'm not going to go easy on them just because they're the girls. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Like how And if you watch the video, because there is a video, and you can kind of tell it's a man, or was a man, is a man, becoming a woman, something. Um, the transgender skateboarder, who Gareth, I've just read that line, in this world where we live as people. The transgender skateboarder. Oh, I just want to, like, sometimes I just want to get under the dirt now. You know, it's not a great film, is it? <laughs> it's like snakes on a plane. The transgender yeah. skateboarder who sparked fury by beating a 13-year-old girl. Now, I mean, I'm, that, that that just sounds like he can kick the shit out of her. So let's finish the rest of the sentence. By beating well, a 13-year-old... And then he's moved on to the kid. That'll be allowed soon. Who sparked fury... <laughs> oh, got it now. Who sparked fury. Great. That's brilliant. I'll read that again for, for people who didn't get that. The transgender skateboarder who sparked fury by beating a 13-year-old girl to claim first prize in a recent contest has defended competing against children, telling DailyMail.com exclusively, don't tell anyone else this, I wasn't, going to, I wasn't going to go easy on them just because they're kids. It's also because you've got a dick and a bollocks as well, and you're 29. Reese Tress, that's a nice name, Reese Tress, 29, is a Los Angeles-based transgender woman who was formerly known as Richard Bartez. A second-class petty officer in the Navy. All oh, right, I thought he was just like got annoyed about stuff that doesn't really matter. Um, a second-class petty officer in the Navy who was married to a woman and has three kids. Two years ago, Tress started talk taking hormones to transition to become a woman after spending her childhood feeling guilty about cross-dressing. Well, that's fair enough, but but I love the the whole narrative that she was he was still skateboarding all this time. He's got three kids, a wife. Still got time to get the old skateboard out, Ellie. Dad, where are you going? What are you wearing? Why you got a skateboard? I'm confused. Um, last year, I've got got rollerblades in my wardrobe, and I'm forty, so now <laughs> now I don't know how to feel. 
Well, I don't know how to feel about that either. I'd love to see you on them. I'd love to film it and put it in slow motion. Last year, she submitted, she submitted a social media entry to take part in the Women's Olympic Skateboarding Qualifiers. It's an Olympic. It's an Olympic sport, skateboarding. It is, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's sh well, sh shocked me. Kids, kids skateboarding, is, it seems. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it'd be the Olympic kids skate. So they're, they're Olympic for kids, didn't know that. And she would have been allowed into the, the squad had she not failed hormone testing that found she still had too much testosterone in her body and a skateboard wheel. And it, So, basically, she she failed to get into the kids... Sorry, take part in the women's Olympic skateboarding qualifiers. So the women have skateboarding in the Olympics, apparently. You ever seen that? Ever seen that? Um, Linford Christie. I've got Linford Christie. I don't know. I watch, I watch BMX in. I do quite like the BMX in the Olympics. But I've not watched the skateboarding. There's something about skateboarding. Oh, like, it just, like, I don't see that as a sport. But that's just me being... I just find it funny because... I had a turtle skateboard, and if I was stood on the turtle skateboard right now, I would probably ask Sam to, can you go and like take me to the doctors? Because I really don't think I'm very well. I think I'm having some sort of issue here. Um, but yeah, apparently, so she's uh, she's um, skateboarding and she's beaten a load of kids. So now, after another year of hormones, she is within the IOC hormone requirements to compete as a woman. So the man competitors can compete as a woman now, but decided to compete against children instead. Trez shot to infamy over the weekend off the claiming first prize in the Border competition in New York, an open competition which invites kids and adults to compete against each other. Oh, well, that's fair. Why would you do that? Why would you have kids and adults competing against each other? Like, that's Presumably the competition's about that. You what, sorry? Presumably only kids are still skateboarding. <laughs> So you'll have like about 40 kids that can skateboard and then Mr. Bean. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. Doing like, doing like kip-ups. I don't know what they do on skateboards. Shiloh Cortier, 13, won the women's competition. How has she won the women's competition when she's 13? What is going on with this world? There's no categories or anything. It's like going into blockbusters and everybody's spreading the fucking DVDs all over the floor. Where are the categories? I need order. What the fuck? How can she at 13 win the women's competition? When I used to go to a blockbuster video, I just used to look for the for the porn titles because they were all um, puns. Yeah, my and ass I is like, haunted. Like yeah. yeah, shaving Ryan. Yeah, Shave. shaving Ryan. Uh, Ryan Ryan's private. It's a crack cracking one. It's great. And one. then Muffy the Vampire Layer. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was a good one. Yeah. Um, the Bear Bitch Project was good. <laughs> I enjoyed that one because it was like shot really badly, but it was supposed to be that way anyway. Oh, I never watched any of them. I just used to walk around just trying to find like, because it was all done in alphabetical order, <laughs> ones that were just like really bad puns. I do like a like I do like a dreadful pun. Yeah, I do. Every now and then. Yeah. Um, That'll be the next thing, Gareth. Oh They'll God. rearrange the alphabet. That'll be the next thing. Probably. Yeah. Probably already have. So yeah, that's that's the transgender. Um, woman man who's now beat the kids in the, the women who won the woman's skateboarding championship although she's 13 but now this transgender person has gone from being a man to a woman has competed with the kids and that's won the women's championship at skateboarding but the kids are allowed to compete in the women's championship anyway and that's how she's won it so nothing makes any sense anymore and no one knows what's going on and i don't give you i don't i don't even know where drink goes does it go in that end does it go in this end she's just special lady tits I don't understand things.
I think that's part of it, though, Rich. I think it's so mental that you're actually supposed to check out. You're supposed to actually go, do you know what? I'm so confused. You know where you, you, know where you just hear so many words that in the end... <laughs> so, life is a word salad. Yeah, so then you just start thinking about like what you're doing at the weekend or whatever, don't you? It's just quite well, yeah, I, don't, I heard some stuff. It, I think it's probably meant to do that. You're not, you're not meant to understand it because if you understood it, you'd know it was mental and you'd say, you think it's mental? Yeah, it's fucking mental, isn't it? And you wouldn't have it. But so they just keep kind of just throwing enough shit at you that in the end you just zone out and just go, I'm sad. You say it again? Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, no, that's, um, and that's where we're, we're getting to. Is it, yep. Right, so next one. Um, a giant African land snail um, is going to give everyone meningitis, apparently. Um, and my, Bastard. My first, my first thought, right, when I read that, my headline was, if a giant African land snail can catch you to give you meningitis, then you're probably fucked anyway, aren't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, unless you're on your like, skateboard. If, if I, I'm talking to you now, right, and I'm looking at the door. If the door just slowly opened and an African land snail was there, I still don't think it would give me meningitis because I reckon I could move quickly enough to get yeah. away from Well, you say that. But could you? And what does what does a giant African land snail look like? I'm assuming it's big from the, from the description. So they've got I imagine even... it, it it's a snail but massive. <laughs> I, I imagine basically if you if you put a um, giant African land snail up against like a, a, a line of normal snails that we find here in England that sometimes if you see on the pavement you pick it up and put it on a on a leaf or something so it don't get stepped on. That sort of thing. It would look very much like the podium at that fucking skateboarding company. <laughs> but I wonder, so the giant ones, because of their size, are they bigger? Sorry, are they bigger? Fuck me, I literally don't know words anymore. Are they... Giant. <laughs> I don't know the meaning of words anymore, clearly. Are they faster than the smaller ones? Because they're bigger or they sh they slower because they're bigger? I imagine they're probably faster from A to B but you know I still don't think like I don't think we're breaking any land speed records <laughs> I don't think Come so no I don't think so I, I, so did they say how it gives you meningitis can you find that out um, oh, I've got oh. <laughs> um, where are we oh I had it all up and then it just disappeared let me find it let me go down. Right, where are we? Let me go down. Lol. Um, here we go. Um, this is in the independence. This must be fucking true then. Absolutely. Um, a giant African land snail which can pass meningitis onto humans and devastate. Oh. Um, agricultural crops has been found in central western Florida. Fucking Joe Biden with border policy. Um, authorities say a gardener in the states, um, Pasco County spotted what was later confirmed to be a giant African land snail he, he thought it was uh, yeah, um, some guy in a bike helmet right uh, um, sending a small area into quarantine here we go they love, <laughs> they love quarantine don't they no African land snails um, yard waste debris compost or building materials can be removed from the area without permission of state authorities the snails have been described as one of the most invasive species She's on the planet. Let me in, you bastard. 
He's been sitting um, out there for 48 the... weeks trying to get in. Yeah. They also carry a um, virus known as rat lugworm, so that's confusing. Um, presumably the rat carries that really is snail confusing. lugworm. Um, people are advised not to touch one of the gigantic snails with their bare hands and to wear gloves to avoid, avoid contamination. So and people have got bare hands now. Yeah, well, it has a right to bear arms. You're going to have bare hands on the end, yeah, aren't you? That's true. Um, bare ass. But, but then as you go down, it's like, like and I, you know, they, they, they put ads for other stories in the story, right? But, right. I was, but I was scrolling down, right? So here I am. So there's the new story there. Yeah. Right, can you see? I can so I'm scrolling almost down. see it. All right, wait a minute. I can't see it now. It's having a funny five, is it? It was going right. there a second ago, and then it's gone again. Oh, right, I can't so anyway, see it. So I scrolled down and suddenly I saw a fucking leopard. Right, <laughs> now I'm confused, but it's a different story. Right. right. Fine, that's good then. But you don't know um, nowadays, do you? That, that story is find out which animals are on the brink of extinction. Brackets love exploring. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Cheers for that. So, um, all right. The Florida's uh, Department of Agriculture and uh, Consumer Services, FDA, CS said that the quarantine order would come along with the use of a pesticide known as snail bait. Here, here boy, here boy. Come here on, boy. come on, this is so, it's taking fucking forever. I'll come to you, I'll come with to you. With the treatment beginning on Wednesday, right? Um, okay, so this story was two days ago, um, so Saturday, um, and the treatment started on Wednesday. Not that worried then. What do you mean? So if you've got it, you got. Sorry, if you've got meningitis from the snail, you got to wait for three days to to get your treatment. No, I think, I think I think they mean the treatment of of the area in terms of some kind of decontamination or whatever. Right. But you know, if you wait in five days, not bothered. I wonder who got not meningitis from it though. So they must have had someone no. who got meningitis from licking the snail. I might have licked the snail, yeah. So there must be might someone in hospital and gone, how did you, I mean, you look awful. I feel awful. What did you do? I was, I wasn't licking it. What do you mean you weren't licking it? I didn't lick it. Did you lick it? I licked it. Well, maybe a little lick. Maybe a little lick. Okay. Are you, are you, are you smuggling the snail out? No, that's not. It's a big that's one. Michelle. <laughs> She's my girlfriend, Michelle. Pfeiffer, I call her. Yeah. Because, yeah. So that's great. Snails no, give I've you meningitis got, now. I've only got one. Come. Cut it in. Um, right. So this is um, Derbyshire. Um, Jackie D Boy sent this to me, think like and saying like this is going on in Derby, and then I looked at it. It was a place called Whaley Bridge. Now Derby is such a massive Derbyshire. Sorry, it's such a massive county. Whaley Bridge is like I'm in North Derbyshire, and Whaley Bridge is about an hour from me. Um, in North Derbyshire. Um. So there's a sandwich bar that makes sandwiches and loves a pun. Right. Loves it. Fucking loves a pun. Right. Also, I'll, I'll give you some of their puns because um, I'm quite a big fan of puns. Oh, kind of half ironically, really, because I know their shit, but I still love them. Hmm. So I'll, I'll give you some um, of their. Right. So the place is called the Bridge Bakehouse, which is in uh, Whaley Bridge. It offers baked. Freshly baked, handmade goods. It sounds like an ad rather than a news story. <laughs> including cakes, pastries and sandwiches. One of them has been branded an insult to Christianity. Oh, oh. dear. So 
sturdy these Christians though. Usually they can take anything. So they've 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 received some threats. There's been a few reports. Um, they've had the front of their shop smashed up. So pretty serious, I suppose. Like Christians. Like, if you're a business you owner. wouldn't have thought. Uh, yeah, exactly. Steve didn't want to get involved, but Christian was on it um, every time. Right. So let, so I'll give you some of the like the cafe boasts a menu of sandwiches, most of which have playful names, Gold. including "Don't go bacon my heart." Nice. Yeah, that's good. I like that yeah, yeah. I couldn't if I tried. Um, Fried. I added. Um, are you chicken me out? Nice. And get your goat you've pulled. I'm presuming that's goat cheese. Oh, I wonder where These that's are just going. a small selection. That's just a small selection of the puns available at the popular Peak District uh, business. However, the name which has sparked the entire saga is a caramelised onion and then chutney mature cheddar and mozzarella sandwich dubbed. The Jesus Christ. The sandwich has been on the menu since last year, but in the last week, the sandwich name on the cafe's outdoor menu has been painted over in white paint, and the business has been sent a letter claiming to be from a Christian group threatening legal action. I'd love to know what leg they stand on. How? How? How can you? What do you mean legal action? What's legal action for that defamation of a character from a a fictional book? Like what? What is? How can? You, so did you have a word with Jesus and he went? He ain't happy about that. He ain't happy. About have you got a solicitor? Jesus is saying, get a solicitor. Can we get a solicitor? I mean, who who are you suing on behalf of? If I, I'm trying to think of 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 curries now. <laughs> I thought you were. See it. But I can't. I don't. I don't want it to be blasphemous. So I was going like. Right. Rolled file. Rolled file for Ronald Dahl. Good. Yeah. Um. Mm. Should we just go authors? Because I guess you know Jesus, the Bible. It's a book, isn't it? It's a book. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Right. Think of famous authors then. Oh, what are we what are we planning with? Foods. Uh, uh, yeah, foods. Any foods. Agatha Richie. Rich. Uh, Rich tea. Agatha Richie. Rich tea. Uh, I, I, I've, I'm terrible when you put me on the spot like this. Linford Crispy. I mean, he's not an author, but he oh, are we going for authors? There's probably there's probably a Linford Christie autobiography. I'm not actually. sure Jesus was the author of the Bible. I think it came later. Like you didn't say, fair, like I'm going to write this. You better release this once I'm he, dead. He comes out of it in the light that if he wrote it, he'd have definitely made himself look like that. He made himself the hero, didn't he? Well, he was. He's obviously, if he'd written it himself, he would have been a, nar- a complete narcissist going, going, I'm just going to put me... Well, a martyr. Literally a martyr. I've made myself a martyr in this. But, yeah. Okay. All well, right. Talking of authors, J.K. Rowling's getting battered again, isn't she? She is. Like, I not, saw that I'm one. Not, I'm not a huge fan of J.K. Rowling. Like, she kind of jumped on that whole fake anti-Semitism bollocks and was just a bit of a knobhead about all of that. Um, but, you know, to be fair to her, she she has stuck to her guns on this whole kind of trans cult thing. And, mm. you know, Emma Watson is such a dick. She's completely, you know, like, I, I mean, I, I woke. Oh, man, it makes me want to vomit. Like, I don't get involved in in celebrity stuff because they, they tend to all just be sort of you know kind of self-promoting knobheads but the fact that she's kind of like 
um, she would be open to be doing more Harry Potter stuff if J.K. Rowling isn't involved. Or the one that fucking wrote it. The one that wrote it. Jimmy's right. Who do you want to write it then? The one whose reason it is for a fucking star. The the reason that you can actually say these words. I would be open to be in something that if the writer didn't write it. Who do you want to write it then? Who would you like to write it? Well, could I get Pink to write it? Could I get... May as well. Yeah, could I get someone... um, LGBTQRS T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z Um Yeah, Madness I didn't know she said she wouldn't be in it if J.K. Rowling wrote it yeah, It's so ridiculous yeah. She owes so her entire she... career to this woman Exactly, but what I quite like um, given the woke kind of bollocks is that actually um, the studio, whatever studio it is that produces that um, came out saying that she was you know, they were she was the Don, basically. Mm. Um, and they stood with J.K. Rowling. But I think if you actually asked Emma Watson who she thought should write the next Harry Potter, it would be... <laughs> was it, is, would it, be is, it, is it you, Emma? Do you want Me? to write it? I think I should. I, I think I should write it now. I'm going to go and do it now. And you're gonna love it. I'm gonna you know, do all sorts of shit you know, with Harry. There's those Russian um, uh, radio like personalities, pranksters that they get people all the time. You know that they got J.K. Rowling on something, I think, and they've they've spoke to like members of the royal family, and you know they they make people believe that it's whatever. Um, I'm sure the Russian hackers, like the pranksters, they made J.K. Rowling believe she was talking to Zelensky or something. I mean, they do that anyway. Yeah. I love the idea of them phoning Emma Watson to to get her on board with a particular the next thing that actually doesn't fucking exist, just to hear her then talk about it like gushingly in an interview on like you know Entertainment Tonight or whatever within like a week. That's such what a I good really idea. Think, I think we really need to be talking more about giant African snails that are being killed for their fur. Right, get yeah. her to believe that, and she'll definitely be pushing it. Woke bombs. Can you get? You just ring up, ring them up. Get... Yeah, it's a good idea. Woke I'll bombs. Just ring up celebrities and get them to try and put out woke stuff and see what you can get them to say. It's a brilliant idea. It's a great idea. That would be, that would be quite funny. Let's wrap it. <laughs> Let's wrap it up with a stuff. bit of just stop oil. They're out there again. Have you seen them? Oh, I saw that fucking wanker. He's back lad, again. Yeah. Now he's glued himself um, to so Furious Just Stop Oil student eco vandals. They give him a name. Stick their own artwork over constables. Const, constable. It's priceless. The Hayway featuring double yellow lines, dumped cars and pollution. So the the. the the picture has dumped cars and pollution in it, and they've stuck themselves to it. Um, it's an oil painting, which I found hilarious. Um, but yeah, they don't seem to see the the stupidity of it all. Obviously, they've been allowed to do that. Have you ever been no, in ball. a? I've ever been in a gallery. You can't just go up and go. I'm just going to stick my fucking hand to this. You can't get anywhere near that level of art. It's like ridiculous. So obviously, they've been allowed to do that. But and it's not the That's real a- one on the wall. Of like obviously as a mock, but 
Um, yeah, so he's, he's doing it again. There's another girl on the other side and have stuck their hands to it. Just stop oil activists provoked fury today as they carried out a protest at the National Gallery. I've been to the National Gallery. You can't get anywhere near the paintings at all. Um, by covering John Constable's the Hay Wayne with their own version featuring double yellow lines, pollution and a washing machine. <laughs> so basically, the, the most, I would imagine, probably the most, or at least the top three most famous British painters of all time yeah priceless art um like you say you can't get anywhere near that i studied art and obviously so then went on a lot of gallery trips you can't get near any of that shit yeah, um, it's allowed to happen and also when you see him giving his horrendous speech because you don't uh, you don't speak great lad he don't articulate particularly well he's there with silly little fucking pigeon fingers fucking stuck to the fucking thing and the clown to the left of him literally to the left of him doesn't say a fucking word like a battered housewife she's there with her <laughs> fingers stuck to it yeah and he gives a shit speech. And when the camera panned, he's got the camera, it's just a load of media bobbleheads filming. There's yeah. not one copper inside. No. And you're like, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Not a fucking chance. You go anywhere near these things, security will have you. You're goosenecked and, you know, you're hogtied within five minutes. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's allowed to happen. Yeah. Of course it's, it's allowed to happen. so ridiculous that anyone would even believe that. But this is where we're at, Gareth. We're in the what-happening world we live in now where... It's all just nonsense, madness, drama, and just fake. And we live in a wacky world of horse shit. It's fun. We do. We I do. like. Um, I kind of like this evening vibe. It's gradually got darker as we've sort of chatted. It's almost like a bit of a kind of evening talk radio sort of vibe. Maybe you know, we should, a... Yeah. Cup of coffee because I don't drink anymore. Shot of heroin. Tell me about it. I've. I've I've done a bottle of coffee while we've been chatting. <laughs> well, guys, hope you enjoyed that. I quite like the look of the evening one, so maybe we could do what having nights at one Ooh. stage. Maybe we what what having nights. What? Yeah. 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 Night yeah hopefully, night it sounded right with the you know with the cheap headphones. But it I'm at do. home. Um, I went into work. I did say to you off air, but for people at home that are going to go, bloody sounds crap. Um, no, why they're always northern. I um I went in to get the uh, mic and stuff from the studio, and my dad was using it. So, um, I love the fact that we've only, we've only got one mic, which is amazing. <laughs> well, it's a media company, isn't it? Fuck it, you only need one. You only got one mouth. You only got one. You only need one mic. For fuck's sake! You can only put things out at one point in time. You're not going to put multiple. You can't watch multiple shows at the same time. So that's, you only need one mic. That's why we've only got two speakers. You can only hear one set of exactly. things at a time. Don't be greedy. Exactly. See you later, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. Please share. Please subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we will speak to you in a week's time. Hope you had fun with us. <laughs> Just stop oil. Hey, I'm a boy.